Hey guys, this is Rose with Twisted Talk, and we have a podcast here teaching you how to embrace your perfections. And today, um, we're talking about how to help those who struggle. And we have Miss Sarah Scarlucci. I said it last time, and I'm like, oh my God, did I mispronounce that? So we're going to let Sarah say hello, introduce herself, and we're going to talk about what this subject means to Sarah. Hello, everybody. My name is Sarah. I am so excited to be on this podcast today. I love this topic. It means so much to me. So I am really excited to kind of dive into it all. Okay, so the subject today is like, and I probably just said it wrong, choosing to help those who struggle. We have these podcast subjects and like, whatever it is, you know, Rachel Sleek did it last week. Sarah's doing it this week. I'm going to call out Lexi again because I want her to do one because her I just love every one of y'all. But number one, what does that mean to for for like me choosing to help those who struggle? That mean like how I got started in my business and doing the meal prep, and that's how I actually met Sarah. But Sarah, we want to know what does that mean to you today? Tell us your story. Um, dive down deep because I feel like our biggest thing with the Hundred Percent Twisted podcast is that people don't really talk about certain things. We kind of just put it beautifully on social media the way it is because you got one post, you know, or you run out of characters. Talk about the down and dirty, like the 100% twisted, what it's like, how you feel. Yeah, so this means a lot to me. So right when I, you know, heard this topic, I was like, I absolutely want to dive into that. So for about three years, I struggled with an eating disorder. Um, And it was something that I never thought would be my situation. I feel like growing up, I would always be like, like I heard of eating disorders. They're always like kind of brushed under the rug. And I was just like, Oh, that'll never be me. Like, there's no way. Um, I was an athlete my whole life. Right. And then I got to college and I was no longer playing sports. Um, and I just got so engulfed in being smaller. I was like, Oh, well, like, the smaller I am, but maybe the more comfortable I'll be in my own skin. And I let this just run to the moon. Um, and so I went on three years with my eating disorder, finished off college, still had my eating disorder. Um, and I moved home and I finally just remember my breaking point. I was having a birthday party at my mom's house with my whole family. And we were making all of this food, this incredible yummy food. And I looked at my mom and I asked her to just make me zucchini and put it in a foil. (laughs) And I literally looked back on it and I was like, Oh my God. Because like thinking about it now, I cannot relate at all. Right. I'm like, Oh, who was that girl? But looking back on it, I just remember shaking, trembling, going to ask my mom to like, set aside like three pieces of a zucchini for my dinner and it was in that moment that I grabbed my mom and I started bawling and I was like I need help I need help I am struggling right now I can't do this on my own um and it was literally that day that I never ever looked back I was finally so open and I think that that's the biggest part is being able to admit that you're struggling um because Mm -hmm. if you can't admit it nobody can pry it out of you because you're just going to be defensive you're going to be aggressive um and it was from that moment on um that I realized I needed to find my strength in something else um and I needed to you know get my control back of my own life and um I started studying for my NASM CPT um 
I started working my own business while I was working three other jobs. So I was going a mile a minute here also while in therapy, working on recovery um, and just working on trying to, you know, be better for myself. Um, and then it was, um, you know, about, I want to say 2019 that I was able to just be a trainer on my own. I was an online fitness coach for myself. Um, but I knew because of everything that I had gone through, just thinking that I was so alone during all of it, thinking that it was my reality, thinking there was no way I was ever going to be able to say I was recovered. Um, I knew that I needed to be able or wanted to be able to help more people on a larger scale. Um, and so I now work for a larger community. My best friend actually owns it. It's called Strive to Thrive. Um, and I am the head coach in this community. And we, it's just, it gives me chills. I feel like I don't even know. Is like that how Caitlin that you always post about? Yes, okay. So she is absolutely incredible. She created this community one year ago. Um, I was her first hire and now we have five coaches on staff. Um, and we really focus on just helping women understand that like you never need to be in that position and we want to help them. And that was what I, that's what struggling, helping people who struggle means to me. Like I never want anyone to ever have to go through what I went through and if they are going through that I want to be able to show them that like this isn't your reality and you have the strength inside of you to push out of it sometimes you just need somebody to push you to be uncomfortable and that's where it's okay to ask for help when you're struggling yeah it's definitely okay to say it's okay I'm not okay but it's not really comforting to like tell anybody you're not okay so exactly. like I think I was like the opposite I was like the hider binge eater I never okay. made it all the way to the problems. You know what I mean? But uh, everybody's like, oh, you're always so perfect. Oh, why are you even out eating? They just make you feel, why are you out eating? I'm like, well, I'm human too, and pizza does yeah. exist, you know? So yeah. that that didn't help mine, and I'm still addicted. I'm 33 now. How old are you, Sarah? I'm 25. 25. I'm 33, and I'm still like, oh, my God, am I counting my macros? This year has been, since all the chaos and the shutdown of Twisted Foods, I just kind of was like, that was my, like, forget it. It doesn't yep. matter. I exercise because it feels good. I eat whatever I want. Of course, I know, okay, that's probably yeah. six fat, 29 carb. I just can't help but not to count yeah, food. Yeah, mind game. You're like, oh, I know what that is. I know it's 80 <laughs> carbs, but that's fine. How did you feel back then, like, going out to eat and what? Did you hide that? Did you act, try to act normal when you were out? Like, how did that go for you? So, um, at first I would hide it and I would try to act normal. And this is when I was like really starting to get deeper and deeper into my eating disorder. I would go out to eat and I would only get a salad. I would get like plain chicken dry on the side and I would get it with no dressing. Typical girl. Um, so that's not yeah, anything, like, you know, salad, chicken on the side, no dressing. Do not put that chicken in oil. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. Okay. I know what you do back there. Yeah. And so... I would, I would always try to like act like that was normal and my friends or my family would always be like, oh, like that's all you're eating. And I'd be like, yeah, like I ate before this. I didn't know we were going out to eat or say something like that, even if it had been planned for the whole week. Um, and then the more comfortable I got with having an eating disorder, the more comfortable I got with just not going or not eating when I was there. Like, I would just be like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to eat, but I'll go with you guys. And I thought that that would, like, mask that I was, like, 
you know, not having one, but obviously the people around me knew, but they knew not to say anything because they knew I'd probably lose my head if they did. It was more so me just actually just, I I didn't navigate around it. I just would go and sit there and drink a water. And you know, everybody has like back all kinds of different thoughts. Like I was a little gremlin, like took one bite and then I had 500 bites. Now at least didn't go binge it, but I just went back and forth with this bad like every meal I like never got to eat and I just have to I know this is sad but I like had to remind myself like Rose sometimes people are starving I have to remind my my client base was a lot local so I didn't get twisted cookie dough has gotten this awesome around the world vibe I never made it to like the influencer status that you girls did and that I just feel honored and cool like tell me about that tell me what it's like entering that world tell me how that affects you um I know a lot of people message me all the time and they're trying to get into the influence or whatever. And so Rachel and I talked about that, like what you, what it's really like, what you really have to do, what it really takes. How does that mess with your mind? Are you on your phone all the time? Like, yes, um, I am on my phone all the time and I definitely have realized that I need to give myself a cutoff time. Um, it was something that I didn't always do, but now like after like 6 30 PM, I'm like, my phone is down. You will not catch me on my phone until the morning. Um, and that's something that I had to learn. I think the more I got into social media, um, I started my social media in college and it was kind of like a diary for me when I had my eating disorder, it was kind of just like, Oh, I'm going to talk about, you know, what I'm struggling with and just kind of maybe that will help somebody else. And maybe I'll be able to find comfort with somebody else in this. And, um, the more I shared and the more I got into my recovery, the more I realized that my platform was growing. Um, and I did, I had no expectations at all. Like when I started it, I was getting made fun of around my college. Like people were like, Oh, there's like Sarah Carlucci fit. And I would be like, Oh, like I'd be like crying inside, like so embarrassed. And I never expected to be, um, you know, have the platform that I am. And I'm so grateful for that. I think that it takes a lot of, authenticness um, and genuineness. I feel that it's important for me to make sure that I'm not just showing up when I feel like I'm on top of the world. Um, Yeah. In a sense of like, I don't want to talk about a bad day that I had a week ago, two weeks down the line. I want to talk about that hardship right then and there. So people can see how raw it is, right? Because a lot of the times people will reach out to me and they'll ask me, you know, how did you push through the bad body image days and how do you push through the hard days? And I don't want them to think that I just wake up with like the sun shining out of my ass. Am I allowed to say that? I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I want to get on there when there's tears in my eyes and I'm having a bad day because we're human, mm-hmm. right? And so I think it all really comes down to being okay with being vulnerable mm-hmm. and being okay with not being perfect. I think people put a lot of pressure on themselves on social media. And if you follow me, you know, I do not do that. I will get on there and say dumbest thing you've ever heard. And I will literally be like, yeah, I mean, I said what I said, I got to post it now. <laughs> like yeah. it's just, I really try to be as real as possible. And I, I don't even think about it. I, I just think, you know what, I have this platform and I am so grateful because this is a plethora of women that I have the opportunity to help. Yeah, so. and there's got to be more good than bad. So I'm going to, since it's the, the subject's choosing to help those who struggle. So let me tell you my struggle, Sarah. So yes. when all this crap went down with Twisted Foods, we were shipping food nationwide. 
I'm not even that cool on social media, right? <laughs> you are. But you, I guess you feel when you're local, everything for me was local. I grew local. My women were local. My boot camp was local. Food was local. Everything was so local. Right. Locals didn't realize how big it had become around the world that I had all this, thank God, positive platform. But choosing to help those who struggle, that was hard for me because the social media platform wasn't nice to me. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't good. How do you deal with those just crap comments? The, and although it's only one out of 30. I mean, I got off social media and I haven't been on in seven months. I use this podcast as like my vent way where people can't respond or like, why yeah. do people do that? That's not helping those who struggle. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, obviously being on the internet, unfortunately, you're going to have to be able to understand that there's going to be somebody who has something to say and it's nothing against you. Um, and I think a few years ago I was very vulnerable to that. And I would be like, well, what am I doing wrong? What can I do to like, should I DM them and say, I'm sorry. Or like ask them, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like how can I, should I demo you for coffee? Like, what do I do? <laughs> and now I get a negative comment. Like you said, you know, it's very far and few between, but it happens. I'm like, it's going to happen. But the way that I see it now is I just see it. And I'm like, cause that could spiral you. Right. How do you keep that right. from doing that? Right. I mean, what am I supposed to do? I can't control what they type, like those keyboard warriors out there. Um, but at the end of the day, I know that I am helping so many people. And if one person has something to say or some sort of opinion or some sort of judgment against me or what I'm posting, I just block them. I just literally don't. Some, sometimes I will say I get a little frisky and I'm like, why are you so bitter? Why are you so bitter? But then I just take that step back and you realize that that is just a them problem. It's not a you problem. Um, and they don't, de- they don't need a response. I think that as humans, we think like, oh, okay, well, you know what? I need to respond. I need, I need to stand up for myself. But I've learned more so that they don't need a response, you know, and that just feeds their fire because who gives a crap? what one negative person has to say when there's like you said 30 other people supporting you like focus on that focus on feeding your energy into that and and just pray that other person figures out like what they need to work on internally right yeah okay well tell us a little bit how we can support sarah what she tell us anything you want about your business we know her story her year what she's came back from i love following your social but now now that i've actually heard your story like full out now it makes watching your story much more meaningful. You know what I mean? Like I know Sarah, I know where she came from. What can yeah. you, what advice can you give to women out there? You know, this is going for all the cookie dough labels out there. So some people will really be listening to this. I love it. <laughs> um, honestly, my advice to anybody listening to this is do not think that your current situation is your reality. I think that that was my hardest, um, just roadblock to get over was when I was struggling and when I was down and when I was dealing with, you know, depression and anxiety and an eating disorder all at once, I was like, okay, well, I just need to figure out how to live through this. I thought that it was just my, my route. Um, and that's not true. So no matter how bad you're struggling, no matter how bad things hurt right now or how heavy they feel on your shoulders, just know that there is hope at the end of the tunnel, but it all comes from you actually putting in action to find that light, right? The light's not just going to turn on. You have to get up and you have to crawl and walk and then run. And then you'll notice that you're creating a better reality for yourself. Yeah. And what is the, 
um, I don't want to say it wrong, the company, Strive, something, tell me. Strive to Thrive. Strive to Thrive. Tell me what they what they do, how people sign up, What it? what is that for them? If yeah, they, so, you know, everybody's got to find, I noticed you got to find that person that you connect with. Locally, I was oh, the person people connected with, so. Absolutely, absolutely. It's really important. So Strive to Thrive is an online coaching community. So we'll do, you know, your online nutrition, training, 24-7 accountability. Um, and if you guys were ever interested in joining Strive to Thrive to work with me or any of the other literally incredible women on staff, um, you can head to the Strive to Thrive Instagram page. It's literally Strive to Thrive community. Um, and you can just fill out an application in the bio and we will reach out to you to schedule a phone call from there. So awesome well now i know who this kate i'm like boy they hang out all the time that's why and Kaylin's my best friend everyone's like sarah and caitlin sarah and caitlin i'm like at this point they think we're one person (laughs) how are women though i love it women rachel and i's last thing was me and rachel run this company right and women ran like kill it and because women have a lot i get it women we have a lot more hormones we have a lot more to put on the back burner and the side or the hard days to be able to still boss up and and make it through that day you know what i mean women are such bosses and i think that now that women are truly understanding that we can because we were told for so long we can't like we're just taking over that's really it. <laughs> That's but, it. Because women also have a lot more drive or a lot more. Yeah. I don't, like, oh. They always say women are, you know, they keep the household together. The men works, you know, but yeah. it's kind of just co-combining now. Like people are like, how do you, how did you, how did you do what you do? And how do you do what you do? Well, I don't know. You just do it. You just, just do it. You're yeah. like you said, I'm either going to make it from this or I'm not. And you're going to yeah. choose to move forward. And that's my choosing to help people who struggle. That's why I just want a podcast that just. Tell us how you really feel, you know? Yeah. There's not sunshine coming out of my ass all the time. Like Exactly. You don't wake <laughs> up with the sun shining out of your ass. You wake up and you make the sunshine no matter what the day looks like. We're imperfect and you just have to know that people are imperfect yep. and move forward with that knowing I know I'm going to mess up. Just please forgive me. Shoot. Yep. <laughs> if you didn't I'm like the word mess- ass, like I'm, I'm really sorry. Okay. I'm going back to apologize. You know, if you didn't like, you know. You're just doing the best you can. Exactly. We're all human. Okay. Any last words, sentence, anything from Miss Sarah? uh, Choosing to help those who struggle. Okay. Well, hey guys, thanks for joining me and Sarah today on Twisted Talks. Um, Teaching you how to embrace your perfections. And hey, I think this goes for Sarah as well. Just remember, it's okay to not be okay. See you guys.